up right here in the state of Wisconsin on Saturday. The stroke play portion of the 41st U.S. Mid-Am begins at Aaron Hills and at Blue Mound Country Club in Tosa. And to discuss it more, we welcome in the championship director for that championship, the 41st U.S. Mid-Amateur. We welcome in Bill McCarthy. Bill, thank you so much for the time. Oh, you're welcome. Glad, glad to be here. So what about Aaron Hills and Blue Mountain Country Club made them attractive for this type of championship for the USGA? Well, I think, you know, we've had a long relationship with Aaron Hills. Uh, even since, uh, you know, when they first put a shovel in the ground, there was great anticipation about the property and the club. And, you know, we've just worked so well hand-in-hand hand with them Uh that it was a great partnership from the word go. And when they presented us the opportunity to uh, join up with Blue Mound and host the Mid-Am this year, we jumped all over it. We couldn't resist. Bill, we, uh, Gabe and I are, are two golfers who love stroke play, but we love match play even more. Um, how did you guys go about choosing these two courses? And in the course of the Mid-Am and the history of this event, do you guys always choose multiple golf courses, or was this kind of unique to this particular venue to have two such drastically different golf courses be the, the makeup of this event? Well, the, the, the championship itself requires two courses. We had, well, we set a record this year, and it's based on, you know, where we're going with these two clubs. It's amazing. We had nearly 6,000 entries to the championship, and those 6,000 players uh, competed in 64 qualifying sites for the final 64 players to get here, 264, and uh, those 264 get split between two courses. So, uh, we require 36 holes, whether it's one facility or two separate facilities. But when we were coming up here to Aaron, when we first started the conversation, we knew that Blue Mound had, had gone through a restoration and was doing some more uh, restorative work. And we just knew the, the history there and the great Seth Rayner golf course. And to be honest with you, the, the contrast between the two courses is what really attracted me is that you know, you look at Aaron Hills, and it's just it's just a brute. You know, we can get to 7,800 yards. The wind can blow. You know, the green complexes are just vicious. It, it, it's fantastic for elite, powerful player. But then you go over to Blue Mound, and it's a whole different concept. You know, it's it's classic early 20th century architecture. There are Rainer, McDonald, and 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 and, and various template holes that are there that just make you think when you're standing on the tee. And you've got to be more, you got to be more meticulous over there to, to, to put it, you know, plainly. You got to be smarter. And, and I think the combination of the two courses for these 264 players are going to put the best 64 through because they're going to have to play two different types of games. Talking with Bill McCarthy, he is the championship director for the 41st U.S. Mid-Amateur coming to Wisconsin. Starts this Saturday, Blue Mountain Country Club and Aaron Hills, the host courses. Uh, Bill, how can you know? How can fans watch the events, and what makes this a viewing experience? Well, too, that's a great question because it's so much fun. We, we do not charge tickets. There's no admission. So you can come on over to Blue Mound Saturday and Sunday or Aaron Hills Saturday and Sunday to watch uh, stroke play. Uh, so the players split in two halves, and they play one course one day, the other course the other day. And then beginning Monday, we're only over at Aaron Hills, and that's for match play. So the top 64 play on Monday, and we whittle our way down, just kind of like an NCAA bracket, uh, to a 36-hole uh, final on Thursday with just two players. 
Uh, we've got parking on site at both facilities. Come on over, watch some great golf. And I think the uniqueness about this championship, you know, at the break, I heard you guys talking about amateur golf and and on our championships which is awesome you know we've got our u.s amateur championship which is the biggest and best amateur championship in the world period but you know those kids are all elite college players and they're bound for the tour or try to play professional golf you know we've got 264 players here who are you know they're doctors they're lawyers they're construction guys they're accountants they're they've got real jobs and real families and and they're able to maintain their play at a national and worldwide elite level it's an pretty it's pretty impressive so i like to call the mid-am our, our real amateur championship no disrespect to the amateur but this is it for me bill i'm curious um if you were to build your uh, perfect golfer to compete at these two courses how would you build them because i feel like aaron and blue mound are so uniquely different when it comes to tests of golf yeah that's that's a good question i think that this player is going to have to number one he's going to have to hit it far uh because you know aaron hills just presents us with an opportunity for length and power uh and so it's a it's a big golf course and he's going to have to hit the ball far and accurately to do that but at the same time, when he slides over to Blue Mound, that, that big, powerful player is going to have to adjust. Uh, he's going to not tone down the driver, but maybe just pick the right club and the right positioning off the tees. So as I said earlier, he's got to be a little bit more contemplative, a little bit smarter over at Blue Mound, because when, when you're over there, you've got to think about the whole location before you hit your tee shot. You just have to. Uh, because of those uh, rainer greens and how shelved they are, they, they lend themselves to the correct angle of attack to the, from the fairway. So you've got to hit the correct side of the fairway to give you the best opportunity to play. So th- this player is going to have to hit it long. He's going to have to adjust. But at the same time, I would not be surprised if, a, if not a powerful player gets through and does well because hitting the fairways at Aaron is might be more important than hitting it far. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Probably my two favorite green complexes in the entire state of Wisconsin. These players are going to be playing this weekend. It's going to be fun to watch them roll some putts. Bill, have you guys made any changes uh, to the golf course? Are there going to be any differences for, you know, when I go out there and play versus what you guys have set up for the mid-amp? No, actually, you know, when we a couple of things, but they're not, you know, they're kind of quiet. You know, we... we Aaron presents us with so many options. Uh, You know, it's just such a good and strong golf course that, you know, we're just going to tighten things up from a firmness and speed standpoint, and we're ready to play. Uh, Over at Blue Mound, uh, they've helped us out a bit. They're growing a rough pretty solid because it's a little bit of a shorter golf course. Um, You know, and the greens are going to be pretty firm, pretty fast. And they built a new tee over at number, uh, hole number eight at Blue Mound, which stretches that punch bowl hole, which is probably the best punch bowl in the world, my goodness, yeah. Yeah. Uh, to 475 <laughs> yards uphill. Uh, oh, that's and then we're also, yeah, it's strong. And then, and then if you know the short sixth hole, uh, we're actually using the back of the short sixth hole. Alex Basin Crone, the superintendent over there, was nice enough to extend that tee for us to use for the, hole, the play of hole nine which gives it a bitter, little better angle, uh, turns it into a bit of a dog leg. Now you've got to you know, really challenge some cross bunkers and adds about 15, 20 yards to the length of the hole. So a couple little quiet things there, but overall we're just plug and play and ready to go. 
Bill, uh, this is going to be the 16th USGA championship played in Wisconsin, the second U.S. Mid-Am contested in the state. Uh, what is it about golf in Wisconsin that um, has you guys so interested? Well, I think it's a combination of things. One, number one, I'm sitting here at Aaron Hills. I'm watching the sunset. I'm talking to you guys about a great championship. I'm drinking a spotted cow. Holy cow! Wow. How, could, how could it? How could it not be awesome? But I think it's you know I think more importantly, it's the hospitality uh, and the quality of golf. You know, no matter where we go, whether it's Century or Milwaukee, you know, or here or Blue Mound or wherever we might be in the state. We just feel so welcome, and, and that's the key to a successful championship because we've got, you know, 300 volunteers that are going to be helping us out. The staff at Aaron Hills, uh, led by John Morissette, and the folks over at Blue Mound are just turning out in droves to, to, to volunteer and help us, and we feel so welcome, uh, and that's the key. We just want to come back and have a good time and present a great opportunity for our players. Bill, I just got to say, fescue rescue. If you're going to be sitting there, the sun is setting at Aaron Hills. You got to have a fescue rescue. I'm about 10 minutes. If you don't know what it is, time. just ask the bartender. Oh, I've had a few. They're absolutely they're outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I mean, we always wish we had the fescue rescue waiting for us when we get off the 18th, no matter where we are. Uh, talking with Bill McCarthy, championship director for the 31st U.S. Mid-Amateur happening at Aaron Hills and Blue Mile Country Club starting on Saturday. And, Bill, because of the now rich history, despite it not being around for very long, Aaron Hills hosting all these USGA events, uh, is do you use the Mid-Am at all as kind Kind of, uh, okay, this went right, this went wrong, when the USGA comes back in 2025 for the U.S. Women's Open? Well, I think every time we host a championship and we're going to return, we use it as not necessarily a testing ground, but, but ways to improve. I mean, we're going we're gonna to put on a great show here. There's no question. But every time you do something, you learn and you improve and you do things better. You know, and we step up to the Women's Open in a few years. That's a little bit bigger animal in terms of, corporate hospitality and grandstands and paid admission and the whole nine yards. So it's a little bigger deal, but I think it, I think, you know, something like the mid-am followed, which followed the U S open, which is the granddaddy of them all. Uh, you know, let's, let's Aaron Hills and Blue Mound just kind of, kind of catch their breath, still have their toe in the water with national championship and gear up again in a few years for the women's open. Bill, has there been any conversations with Aaron about hosting another U S open? Well, I'm not involved in those columns conversations, but you know, from a personal standpoint, I hope so. Um, that's above my pay grade, but it, we'll see how we play out. You know, it's it's a wonderful place to be. It was a great challenge back uh, back a few years ago. I spent 14 days on site back then, and and it was just a wonderful championship. So never know how it might go. What if I got you a couple more fescue rescues? Could we have a conversation <laughs> about bringing it back? <laughs> It wouldn't take more than a couple, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, uh, sorry to keep you from your spotted cow this long. So we will let you get back to the spotted cow and that beautiful sunset at Aaron Hills. And I know Stephen and I are looking forward to the event. I know you are as well. The 41st U.S. Mid-Amateur at Aaron Hills and Blue Mile Country Club starting on Saturday. All right. Thanks, guys. Enjoyed it. Thanks for what you do.